This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only we talking the truth, only we talking the truth, hey. Live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house your home? Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. CBS Sports Radio's toll free line brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more. On that car insurance. Yes, we were talking a lot about the Redskins and, and should they play Dwayne Haskins or not. Uh, by the way, we have a special guest coming up in roughly 15 minutes or so. Josh Lambeau, uh, the kicker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He'll be on the show here with Moose and myself. Let's uh, go to Chris listening on Sirius XM 206. Chris, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's up? Good morning, guys. What's up, buddy? What's, going on? Is, What's up? My thing is, I think the Redskins made a mistake on dra- drafting Haskins this year. Um, the only reason is because, like you guys are talking about, should they play him? Should they not play him? If you're not going to play the guy, why'd you draft him? Well, see, that's my, that's what I said earlier. But see, that's my point. I agree with you, Chris. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And bro? I agree with both of you guys. Both yeah. you guys are right. But the problem is you don't want to play him because you want to get him hurt. Right. But draft the guy. Draft somebody you're going to play this year. Everybody knew the Redskins weren't going to be good. You know, and then right. wait till next year and get a quarterback. Because here's the thing: if you put Haskins in this offense now, he's learning this offense. Well, what if the coach gets fired? Now he has to learn another offense. Right. Now he's learned two offenses and all this other mess, and he's all confused. And now he's this wasted player and wasted draft pick. Well, Why not I get an offensive lineman or somebody else that you could have played this year? At least get some, uh, some, you know, get the green behind his ears, and and uh, then go after a quarterback next year. And now you got a line, kind of like what the Colts did. Colts got you know got their line straight, and then you know the quarterback situation got better. Well, it, well, it did though, Chris. But they also got. I mean, they shortened Andrew Luck's career too, right? And I'm not comparing Haskins to Andrew Luck. Listen, they like the player. They, but they liked Daniel Jones more. But he was sitting there at 15, and they liked him as a quarterback prospect. It's not. Just because I, I don't want to mince words, just because they're not playing him doesn't mean that they don't like him. They just feel like he is not a finished product. And if you know, I, agree. I, I think I most agree, people for with him coming out of Ohio State, whether it be his footwork, taking snaps under center, um, coming from that Ohio State offense to a more pro style offense, the word out of Washington was he needed some work. And you know, I don't mind waiting. I you know, I 
I, just because I draft a guy, I'm kind of like the way where, you know, just because I draft a guy in the first round doesn't mean I necessarily have to play him game one of year one. I think at some point yeah. when you're drafting a quarterback in the first round, he's going to play the first year, but I don't need to see him week one. Yeah, he's going to gain experience this year at some I, point. I get your point, but he's wait, it's not like he's waiting and learning behind a Tom Brady. Or let's say Andrew Luck, if he was still playing and healthy, or an Andrew Luck, or you know, it's not that's not that's not what's happening. You know, that's that's the thing. You know, and and Chris, I understand your point. I quasi agree. Like maybe 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 they should have taken him this year. Maybe they should have went with a quarterback this coming draft where where you can get maybe a, a Jake Fromm from Georgia or Tua or something like that. Or you know, who knows, right? Or or, or uh, you know, one, there's a lot of good quarterbacks coming out. Joe Burrow from you LSU. A, you had a coach that's established, and you know you're not going to lose your coach. That's different. This guy's on the hot seat. Right. So obviously, you're going to get a whole new coaching staff in there. This guy's going to be completely open. You know, well, that'll be better for Haskins. He'll, be, he'll, be get, he'll get a better coach. Yeah, but coach. it's going to be a little tougher. To Chris's point, though, it is, Moose. It's going to be a little tough because now you've learned the playbook. Now it's like, all right, we're starting over. I'm going to learn a whole new playbook. Oh, no, I it's understand, but, I, but I'm telling you, I don't think yes, the staff is particularly good. I mean, I, that, that, that's, the, that's the point I'm making. I don't think they're great at developing quarterbacks. Right, I, right. You know, they, I, I don't know. I mean, just because you know, I, I can't look at it where if I have a need for a young quarterback and I like a young quarterback, Taz, you mean if I go into a draft and that quarterback's sitting there and say, well, you know, I've got a, quarter, uh, a coach on a hot seat, so I'll wait to address the quarterback the next year. Is that what you and Chris are saying? Well, I mean, I'm saying like if you're gonna if you're gonna bring a guy in and you don't have you don't have a a top a, a top rated QB one a top guy that your young guy is learning behind like an Eli Manning hypothetical. Let's say Eli was playing better. You got a guy Eli Manning who, who's a, 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 you know a great player, a top ten passer, an all time NFL passing, a Super Bowl champ. So you have a young kid like a Daniel Jones sit, learn behind him. He's a, a tremendous quarterback, stuff like that. You don't have that with the Redskins. No, you don't. You're bringing a kid in. You know, I'm not saying you got to start him out of, out of right out of the box, but you know, like he's not really learning nothing behind Case Keenum. And rumor has it, you would notice better than me because you're a fan of the of the club that Gruden likes Colt McCoy better than than, than Haskins. And on the depth chart, McCoy's third. But I think that they would might play Colt before him, before, well, before I mean, Haskins. But, but you look at it, uh, I don't think he likes uh, – let's uh, – Maybe I, I'm wrong. I'm I, sure I, I read I some think plays. As, I'm just, I think wrong. as Maybe a player right now, they don't look at Haskins as being ready to play. That, that That's ultimately the deciding factor. I – I don't think there's I don't think there's anybody that's going to look at Colt McCoy and say he's got a br- brighter future than Dwayne Haskins. I, I don't I don't think that. I mean, Gruden might look at Colt McCoy as more of a solution to try and save his own rear end right now, Taz, and win some football games okay. more than Dwayne Haskins. I, I agree with you there. That might be the case because he trusts Colt McCoy and thinks McCoy can run his offense a little bit more efficiently right now at this stage. You know, I know everyone wants to hear, hear, hear now, 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 right? I, I get it. I understand it. And the right, Redskins right. fan is very, very frustrated, Taz. You see it with the empty seats. Sure. You see it with all. They, you know, they're, they've grown tired uh, of the monotony of losing and being an absolute embarrassment of a franchise. But I, I really think, you know, you have to wait and be patient because I do think you can ruin players if you play them too early, especially at the quarterback spot, as David Carr, right, right. Who, who down in well, Houston with the Texans, who got absolutely drilled behind a bad offensive line. I, and all valid points. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, if you have a kid like Haskins and he's not ready to play, that's not on Haskins. 
That means you either draft him incorrectly because he doesn't fit your scheme. You know your scheme. Haskins doesn't know your scheme. You know Haskins out of Ohio State when you when you watched him throughout the process and then draft him, interviewed him, all this stuff, and watched a plethora of tape on him. You know what he is. So if you misdrafted him, okay, that's on you, the coaching staff for the Redskins. You got to develop this. this. These guys get better by playing. And I, you, you got nothing to lose right now. Get the kid reps. This kid Haskins, I know like we talked about he's not super athletic out of the pocket, but what he does have is an ultra-quick release. Okay? His decision-making is super quick. And I told you a couple times, I saw him on TV before he got drafted by the Redskins with Mariucci, okay, and we're going over all this chalk talk stuff, and Mariucci was quizzing him on old-school San Francisco 49er uh, uh, offensive plays. And he was, like, nailing them left and right. I was like, wow, this kid's smart. He's a smart QB. So if he's not ready to play, why? He's in shape. He's a pro. He's smart. He, then, then maybe they 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 brought him in and he doesn't know the scheme. They, that's no, on them. I, I don't think that's the. I don't think. I, I'm just saying. I know you don't know. I'm no, just saying. No, no, I'm not saying I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily the case that they misdrafted him. I think they like him as a player, but I think he needs some time. Eli didn't start game one. Mayfield didn't start game one. Right. Well, go. Aaron Rodgers sat for a while behind behind Brett Favre. They loved him. They had him as their number one uh, quarterback on the board. They didn't. They behind didn't, a great guy there. That's behind what I a meant, great like, guy yeah, and Brett yeah, Favre. No, yeah. I, I get it. I understand. But it's not like Brett Favre was helping him. Right. right, no, they, right at that right, stage, right. Brett Favre didn't want to help Aaron Rodgers. True. Right. He That's saw Aaron, true. You know, that, was, that was the case. Aaron Rodgers started doing it. But they loved the skill set of Aaron Rodgers coming out of California. I guess I, I get a little squeamish because I don't want to paint Dwayne Haskins as a guy that can't play. I'm not trying to do that. Right, right. What I'm saying no, is, I, I don't think anyone I, thinks you're doing that. No, I, and, and, and I think Haskins like can play, and I yeah. like the pick, but I also don't think Taz, he wasn't Kyler Murray, or as we've learned now, Daniel Jones coming out of college, where the, he was maybe more of a finished product coming out of that Ohio State thing, where you know he's not necessarily reading the defenses, he's not making the play calls, they're looking over to the sideline, he's not taking direct, you know, he's not sitting, in hand, you know, hands under the rear end of the center and taking snaps under center. There's a lot of things that he needs to learn. And yes, you're right, you know, the coaching staff. But to go from one thing that you've learned for you know three years in college, and maybe that's the system you played in high school as well, and now to do it on the ultimate level, I do think sometimes you got to be a little bit patient and look at the player and say, all right. Let's make sure I put him in when right. I know he's ready to play and play really well. Well, let's, uh, let's go well, out That's to, a good discussion. Yeah, no, totally. Let's go to Raleigh, North Carolina. Talk to Steve. Listen on 99.9 FM. Steve, you're on with Taz and the Moose. Hey, good morning, guys. Love the show. Thanks, Thanks uh, Steve. Wanna, Appreciate it. Hey, yes. Yeah, man, absolutely. You guys are talking about Haskins, and I'm, I'm wondering, you know, why not play him? Because even if he's not a mobile quarterback, there. All we're doing in the NFL nowadays is protecting quarterbacks anyway. You can't touch them. If you tackle them by accident, they, they get flagged. <laughs> True. So, you know, it, the, the odds of him getting hurt are very low, I think. And yeah. I think, you know, and I, I saw him come in and play, you know, on short notice for Ohio State, and he came in and he was balling. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not a Redskins fan, but the thing is, I know football and, I, and I've watched it forever. These guys need a – these guys need – something a and spark. they're hurting and it jay is. gruden's would be smart to play him right right we appreciate the call steve well, they need so more much. than a spark yeah they need a whole like an m80 well right or like <laughs> well, a blockbuster no, they need like the uh grucci brothers yeah, the they grucci need, brothers uh, july the 4th, pyrotechnics jones they need a july 4th uh, celebration brothers. that's what they need <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what they, they need. need 
They, they need, need Roman right. candles. No, they need it all. M80s. Everything. They don't need a spark. They need a pulse. Go <laughs> <laughs> to Tony. Uh, listen on Radio.com. Tony, you're on with Taz. Uh, what's the Carucci up? brothers. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. What's up, doing, Tony? Hey, uh, real quick. Uh, there's a lot of you know skeptics out there right now pointing out Lamar Jackson's performance against the Chiefs. But you know, to me, the way he performed, uh, it was more impressive against that team than what he did the previous two weeks just because of who he was playing. I mean, everyone's looking at the glass half empty. I'm looking at it half full. I thought the Ravens competed well. I mean, it's, there's no such thing as a moral victory, but at the same time, I thought he showed a lot of grit and a lot of resiliency. And I just think that, you know, unfortunately the lack of pass rush for the Ravens kind of puts the secondary and, and the, the predicament that you saw against Kansas City. Yep. But that's something that they can get fixed. I mean, I just I don't, I don't understand all the, uh, the, the people who are pointing out how Lamar Jackson had a severe drop in week three. I didn't see it at all. Well, I just think the numbers didn't tell the truth when you actually watch how the game unfolded. Well, there's a couple of things. You know, it wasn't as clean of a game for Lamar Jackson. Um, but Thanks for the call, you know, I do agree with what the caller to say, Taz. I think he th- showed remarkable toughness, yeah. ingenuity at times. Now, he threw a couple of um, helium balls up there that ended up landing, and, and the receiver ended up going to make a catch on fourth downs. But, you know, I, I think he did show some grittiness and toughness. I like the aggressiveness from Harbaugh, Taz, where he's going for two, understanding it. I think that Raven team battled back. Everyone thought they were dead in the water. I thought Jackson, he didn't look as great, though, but Taz was on the road, and I think he'll get better for it. No, I do, too. He's a really good athlete, surprised a lot of people. He's, he's having a good year, and he's going to keep playing good. Uh, we're going to talk a little Jaguar football. Josh Lambeau, their talented kicker, will join Taz and myself next. It's a Wednesday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, up early on a Wednesday morning is Josh Lambeau, the Jacksonville Jaguars kicker. Are we all if you're doing a morning show or if you're a professional football player? Hey, Josh, Taz and the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Josh, what's up? Absolutely. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Good, man. Yeah. So what's the, what's the routine, man? What's the routine? I got to know. I got to know. What's the, going into a kick, how yeah. do you get ready to relax? You just let it rip. What's your deal? Give us the whole breakdown. Yeah, well, in the past couple of years, I've been studying a lot of mindfulness, uh, which has really kind of helped me kind of, for lack of a better term, zen out during nice, the kick. Nice. Um, you know, I really try to do the least amount of thinking as possible. Thinking gets uh, gets yes. kickers in trouble. So just kind of rely on your preparation, rely on your uh, on your muscle memory, and don't let the situation get the best of you. At the end of the day, it's still a snap. It's still a hold. still kicking a stupidly shaped ball through a yellow unit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, you know, to play along with that, you know, Josh, if a guy like Matt Gay called you, right, the Buccaneers kicker, um, you know, a rookie coming out of uh, Utah and a fifth-round draft choice missed a, a chip shot field goal that would have won the game this past week right. for the Giants, you know, and it's kind of fraternity when you look at kickers. What advice would you give him, Josh? Um, you know, I'd probably give him the same advice that I got from Adam Vinatieri uh, last year. We were playing away to Indianapolis. I missed. I missed, uh, I think we had a PAT blocked, and I missed a field goal, and we lost by three. Um, and so I, I uh, texted Vinny after the game and said, hey, man, got any advice for you know, a young guy who's kind of feeling like crap after letting the team down? He's like, hey, man, I missed a kick, too. I almost lost the game for us as well. Like, how do you think I feel? You know, it's just one of those things that happens, and you got to keep on going. I think, personally, you know, one thing that, 
kickers get in trouble with is when they miss, they feel like they need to reinvent the wheel and kind of go back to their, okay, how do I change this? How do I make this next time? It's like, well, man, you had a bad kick. Like, I'm sorry that happens. Tom Brady throws interceptions, gets strip sacks, and he has God knows how many championships. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. That stuff happens. It's a part of sports. You know, obviously you'd want it to happen the least amount as possible, and some kickers are just going to be naturally put in that position more than others, but... You know, at the end of the day, it's your job, and you got to keep on performing. You know, you got to go in for workouts on Monday, keep your head high, and and you have to portray with a confidence that you can. If you have that kick again tomorrow, you're going to go through and nail it. I know you try not to feel it, Josh, but do you feel it at the end of a game when the pressure's on? I mean, do you have it where you don't want teammates saying anything to you? I mean, but you know, when you know it's a big kick game on the line, I know you try and get into that kind of Zen mentality, just focus right. on the snap, spot, and kick. But you know, do you think? Do you give your? Do you think about how meaningful the kick is at all? Yeah, I really try not to. Um, something that Kevin someone said while the Texas and m the kind of stuck with me. He said, "Nervousness is for the unprepared," mm. which I thought was actually really profound. Because if you're nervous, I think having nerves is okay. Being nervous, right. though, in my position means I don't know where the kick is going to go. And if I go Monday through Saturday the right way, and again, if I trust my muscle memory, if I trust my talent, my skill level. I know where that ball is going to go, so it doesn't matter what the scoreboard says. Gotcha. Well, all those things you're speaking right there, Josh, is confidence, right? You've got to have that confidence. And, and you, you're, you're exemplifying that. You're showing that. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, I always wonder, too, as you watch kickers like yourself, elite-level guys like you and NFL kickers and stuff, and, and you see when the opposing coach, you know, it's a couple seconds left in the game, and, the, the, you know, Lambeau's got to get this for us, for us to win this game, you know, for the Jags. And then right. the opposing coach freezes you. You know, he calls a timeout. You know, yeah. and I'm thinking these kickers, I'm assuming this, guys like you are so locked in and so confident that that timeout, it's almost like it's kind of like the, the regular thing. Does it really bother you? I mean, I feel like it shouldn't bother you. Yeah, me personally, it doesn't. Um, but I think that also goes back to routine. Um, I think, you know, when guys miss that second kick, it's because they didn't do their normal routine. So maybe they went out there and they made the kick or the snapper didn't get the ball back there in time for them to get a practice kick. Um, you know, they stay out there on the field for, you know, three minutes or whatever it might be or two minutes or it seems like three minutes. Right. Like seconds. But you don't practice that way. You're not standing out in the middle of the field for a minute during practice and then going to get a, a kick. Right. Like get guys, it's like get guys out of fitness or something like that. You know, you – <laughs> you're swinging off to the side, you're swinging off to the side, you jog on, you make the kick. So I always have my practice kicking that at the end of the field where I'm going because mm. if that scenario does arise, I can sprint off to the side, get a kick right into the net, and then jog back out like everything's fine, like there wasn't even a timeout call. Nice. We're nice. talking to Josh Lambeau, Jaguars kicker. You know, Josh, as we transition away a little bit from kicking, a teammate, right? How do you handle everything that's surrounding Jalen Ramsey as a teammate of Jalen's? Um, you know, that's kind of the beauty of being a kicker. I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, in your own world, kick. right, man? It's the own thing. Yeah. kickball, man. That's, that's all it is. That's all my job entails. I don't need to know what defense we're running, what scheme, if it's a nickel or a dime. Or I don't even know what the heck that stuff is. So, <laughs> it's just like I go out there. I do my job. I'm a good teammate to my teammates. I try and be a good encourager. I try to pick guys up when they're down, and I try to make my kick. So that's really my only responsibility. So that's, that's cool. Kind of, but you keep your head at you. Keep your, you don't even you don't even think about it at all though, Josh. When a guy as talented as Ramsey's requesting a trade, I mean, yeah, I think about it. You know, I, I like I don't have anything personally against Jalen. Um, I like him as a person. Obviously, he's a heck of a player. 
And you know, anybody, all 32 teams want him on their team. He's that you know right. elite level. Yeah. Um, and I like him because I've got to know him over the past couple of years. But I understand the business sides of things from both the uh, from well, the professional side and from the player side. So, right, right. you know, ultimately, again, it's not it's none of my business. Mm-hmm. I try to stay out of that stuff as much as I can. Again, because when I get myself wrapped up in that stuff, that's when I think performance suffers. And so I just. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. My opponent is still the same. Again, it's that stupid yellow you in the sky. <laughs> and, you know, obviously I want Jalen on my team because he's Jalen Ramsey. But, you know, I also want what's best for him. And so right. sometimes things can get sticky. Sometimes things can get messy. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're there to win football games. Right. And I'm there to make kicks. So and, that's, again, all I'm really going to worry about. And that plays into what you said, Josh, about your focus and about locked in and you know and mentally being there because that, that's it. You have to stay focused on kicking that football through those uprights. But the one thing that's tough to ignore down there in Jacksonville is uh, the Minshew mania, man. I mean, this, 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 right. your quarterback, dude, the mustache, the, the cutoff yeah. denim shirt, this, this guy's a trip. He's got to be a hoot in the locker room, right? Uh, he is everything that the media is portraying to be a boss. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he should be a kicker. <laughs> the way he is, you know, he's, he's, he's oh, he, crazy. he definitely could be. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Um, you know, Josh, when you how about the, the the mindset of this team right now? Um, you know that that's uh, you know you're, you're coming off a, a nice victory last time we saw you last Thursday night against the Tennessee Titans. How about where this team is right now? Uh, I think we're in a really good spot. You know, the first two weeks we got some you know a couple of bad results. Um. One was closer than the other, but you know, all that really means is that we have two losses. You know, when we lost the first game to Kansas City, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, well, the only thing that means is we can't go undefeated. Hmm. You know, just because you lose the first game or two has no—I mean, it has some bearing, but doesn't have—it doesn't define your season, right? Um, and and so I think getting that win on Thursday national television, Thursday night football against a divisional opponent that's had our number the past several years. Um, you know, I, the mood in the locker room is buzzing right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling bad for Denver if I'm not right well, now. Let me ask you this, Josh. <laughs> yeah, and we're talking to Josh Lambeau. Jacksonville Jaguars kicker is on. I was our special guest. And, yeah, I love the confidence, Josh. But listen, dude, so you're going to Denver. Now you, as the guy, the kicker, I mean, altitude. You're, you're playing there mm-hmm. in Denver. Like, is that a concern or take us through that mindset? Uh, no, it's not a concern. It's definitely an advantage. Um, I really, you know, I think the forecast has weather is supposed to be really nice, uh, especially when it's warm. I mean, you get anywhere from five to seven extra yards on your ball. Mm. Um, and so I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that's, I mean, it's good. And certainly we've seen a number of record kicks out there in Denver, whether it be, uh, you know, Jason Elam and, and the likes mm-hmm. of guys that have been able to kind of put the ball, Sebastian Janikowski as well. So uh, guys that have had certainly kind of record-setting days. You know, Josh, it's interesting when you look at that Jacksonville community, and Coughlin means a lot uh, down there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, down in Jacksonville. You know, being around, you know, the former Giant coach, now executive with Jacksonville, you know, a little bit, What what's impressed you with Coughlin's uh, influence down there in Jacksonville? Um, I think the, the consistency within the little things off the field kind of defines Tom Coughlin. Um, you know, everything from... You know, when we step in the building, we have TC time. We have Tom Coughlin time. All the clocks <laughs> in the building are literally five minutes fast. And and if you're late, then you're late. Like, there's, yeah. there's no, oh, well, it was, it's actually 
standard times. He still made it. Like, oh, your ass is getting fine. Sorry if I can't say that. But, um, <laughs> no, you can say it. You, you just can say it. it. You're fine. You're good. <laughs> um, you know, and so just the attention to detail. Because like, I'm a big believer in if you take care of the little things, the big things take care of themselves. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, and so that, you know, that reputation kind of precedes him. And it's, But, you know, getting to experience him through J-Fund events and through other charity events, um, yeah, he really is a top-notch guy. He's scary as all get out when he's in the locker room. <laughs> I bet he's a, he really is an awesome person. Does a lot for the community, and uh, you know I think Jackson was lucky to have him. Yeah. Hey, so let me ask you. Uh, yeah, so on my fantasy team here, dude. Like, I, you know, we, <laughs> yeah, you know where I'm going. We have a connection. Okay, you're on my you're, you're my guy. I drafted you, bro. You're on my fantasy team. So, dude, mistake, man. Justin Tucker all the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing there, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm a Josh Lambeau guy. You're my guy. You got me ten points last week. I'm, I'm counting on you to come through big this week uh, out in Denver. It's important. Okay? Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to tell Coach Marone that I'll score touchdowns in the red zone, man. Yeah, Josh, speaking of Coach Marone, oh, um, you know, he is certainly uh, you know, a guy that's had success down there in Jacksonville. Last year was a very, very difficult year. You know, speak mm-hmm. to the you know, speak to your head coach in terms of, you know, the having the year of this team and, and the job that he's done. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Doug. Um Yeah, I can't really say that I've had that feeling in the past um, in, in terms of my head coach. So I'm excited to have a guy that I want to work for, that I want to win for, that I want to make kicks for. Um, really, same thing with our special teams coordinator, Joe DiCamillis. I mean, he really is, you know, the first specialty coach, even me going back to being a goalkeeper. And I'm like, okay, like, I want to make this kick for him. Like, that, that's my coach. That's my guy. Um, it's a really good coaching staff in Jacksonville, but I think Doug has done a good job of adapting his style of coaching with what our players need. And I think it's maybe taken him a little bit to realize that that's what we need, but he's certainly making those changes in the locker room this year, and it's, it's being felt. Again, the first two weeks were, were really unlucky, but you know that what we showed out last Thursday night, I think that's the identity of this team. Yeah, and, and no doubt, and, and Josh, final one was, you know, you hit the body, you, you said you don't know if you can necessarily say that about other guys. I'm not looking to call out other coaches that you played for, but what separates Marone from other head coaching experiences that you've had? Um, you know, he, he, he wants to get in and know his players. He wants to chat with you about more than just football. He wants to know how your wife is doing, oh, how's the new house. Um, you know, you see him out at, like, local concerts in Jacksonville. He and his wife, like, they want to have a good time. They're good people with, you know, I think that's the hard thing that people, even that are listening right now or people that see us on television, like, we're not just these, like, science lab experiments that you just watch through a glass. Like, we're actual people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I think Doug, he's he's a real person. He's a human. He shows that side of himself. And uh, I just, I connect with him. I like him. I vibe with him. Uh, well, Josh, we appreciate the time this morning. Good luck at practice today, uh, and make those kicks for Taz's fantasy team. All right? <laughs> all right? You guys got it. Thanks right. so much. We appreciate it, Josh. Good it. luck. Take Josh care, man. Thank- gave you a good feel there. <laughs> nice guy. Uh, the Jaguars kicker, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, you know, and certainly talking up uh, about uh, Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone and. You know, I didn't throw any of his other coaches under the bus, but basically told you, you know, he, he wants to make that kick when he's on the field for Marone, for his special teams yeah, coach, yeah. and he can't say that about every coach that he's played for. So interesting comments there by Lambeau yeah. in terms of when you think about maybe Doug Marone and what he's done as a job down there in Jacksonville as a head coach, Taz. Sure. Certainly he's got the year of his team, and Lambeau's basically told you that.
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the kick is locked in. I'm sure everybody else is. Uh, so uh, hopefully Jalen Ramsey gets locked in. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, They <laughs> yeah. don't want to trade him. We'll no, see if no, eventually he forces his way out of there. Uh, look who's in. Yeah, it's, it's bogus. What's up, great. Andrew? Thanks to Josh Lambeau for opening for me to this hour. I appreciate yes, that. It's very nice rare we get uh, a sighting of Andrew Bogus in mid-seg, as we call it in the period. Yes. Mid-segment. Yeah. I'm usually a beginning seg. Yeah. Open of seg. You're a table seg. setter. Let's Thank be honest. You. Thank You're a table setter. I, I have the open up the concerts. Thank yeah. you. Right. You're never a, really a closer. No, so. never. never. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, so the Cleveland Indians <laughs> got healthy last night as they chase an AL Wild card third baseman Jose Ramirez back in the lineup a month after breaking his right hand. And the 3-1 offering. A swing and a drive to deep right field. Away, back and gone. How about that welcome back? A grand slam down the right field line. The little man with a big bat. Tom Hamilton on Indians Radio, but Ramirez wasn't done. A three-run homer his next time up. So Grand Slam three-run homer in his first two at-bats in a month. Cleveland routed the White Sox in Chicago 11-0 to stay a half game behind the Rays for the second wild card. Tampa Bay got by the Yankees 2-1-12 on G-Man Choi's solo shot. The Rays are now a half game behind the A's, who lost in Anaheim 3-2. The NL wildcard race is almost done. The Nats clinched one spot by taking two from the Phillies and the Cubs losing in Pittsburgh 9-2. And the Brewers are one win away from clinching the other after a 4-2 W in Cincinnati. Taz, our Mets, technically still alive Ugh. because they rallied past the Marlins last night 5-4. Let me tell you what I did. I put the game on last night. Yeah, Noah. Tragic numbers. Mm. Uh, Noah, Noah, hit after hit after. It was like three hits. Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, thank you. Ten hits. Scoring at home. (laughs) Twenty hits last two games for Noah. Is that a lot, Moose? I'm not really. (laughs) And he said he felt good. (laughs) Afterward, he said he felt good. And the Mets placated him, gave him his catcher. Yeah, that didn't work either. That didn't work either. Yeah. What I was going to say. Great hair. Six stolen bases. What I was going to say. Should have went with the ponytail. What I was going to say until the Yankee fan just pounded on me. What I was going to say was. He's not a Yankee fan. He covers the Mets. You keep forgetting that, (laughs) Fess. It was so disheartening. I'm like, like, you know, I'm chilling. I got time. I'm going to watch a couple innings in the Met game. Put it on Noah, otherwise known as Thor Syndergaard. Mm. Hit, 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 hit. Taz. Click. It's 20 in his last two starts. Test. Click. 20 hits left. That's what I did. Oh, Click. Clicked off. Done. <laughs> Big fan of him in the beginning of the year? Yeah. yeah. Tapped out. Go away, Noah. Bye-bye. Done. Yeah. Done with Noah. Oh, well, there you go. Fall I, I my think, ass. I think the Mets will be done with him after the year. Yeah. I turned the They'll game trade off. Trade him away. Does anybody care? I turned the game off. Uh, there's not. Well, there's nobody in the stands. You're not alone. <laughs> That's true. Did uh, you watch the whole game? I was at my. It was back to school night at my kid's school last night. Oh, you always got to go meet teachers. You should have watched the game anyway. So I I turned it on as they rallied. Oh man, there you go. Uh, I was a big Conforto homer. Yes, I was a nice job by Donnie. When my we used to go to open school night to see my son's teachers when he was younger. Oh, I would interrogate those. Oh man. It Did you like, wear your ensemble? No, no, I didn't wear a singlet okay. and boots, snow and a black towel. No, I didn't do that. No, but was but, there entry music? No, no, there was no music, no pyro, no Garucci brothers. No, but I would really get on. You know, like what do you mean, my kid? He's not paying attention. What are you talking about? What are you talking? About? The kid's locked in. What do you mean he's not paying attention? He's so focused. Oh, sorry, he's not really. No, no, my wife's. She's kicking my foot on the under the table, and you know, 
She's like, please let me handle this. Stop. Just stay in the hallway. Stop. Mm. Stay with everybody else. It was rough. It was rough. I wow. Was real, yeah. You were intense. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, you know. I don't pick <laughs> Andrew. Calm down <laughs> since. Yeah, I have, it was very intense. You want to yeah. come to the next one? This was this was very informal group setting, but the one-on-one. What do you mean in, informal? That's not how it's supposed to be. What well, is it? That's what you new people do now? In, you no, sit around and love each other? they for three weeks. Today was like, how, last night was how school works. Like what they're going to yeah. learn. What happens in the well, classroom? Grade, what grade your kid? Kindergarten and third. Yeah, oh. Kindergarten and third. We go yeah, back in November for one-on-one meetings. Yeah. Kindergarten? Nah, nah. Yeah, I, here's what our day is like. Dude, I caught a promo on my son's Jimboree teacher once before <laughs> pre-K. Oh, man, I went off on that lady. You got to hear it. I'm sure they loved you. I'm sure. I'm banned. Uh, Still. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the Dodgers beat the Padres last night, 6-3. The Braves losing in KC, 9-6. So L.A. has home field through the NLCS. And last but not least, the Diamondbacks outlasted the Cardinals last night, 3-2, early this morning, actually, in 19 innings and nearly seven hours. Ildemaro Vargas finally sent everyone home with an RBI single. The night began with St. Louis ace Jack Flaherty throwing six no-hit innings. Jaguars corner Jalen Ramsey expected to show up for work today after calling out sick Monday. Ramsey still wants to be traded. The team still doesn't want to trade him. And Giants running back Saquon Barkley reportedly getting a second opinion today on his high ankle screen. Green Bay. In Green Bay. The with the guy who I thought was in Charlotte. I wonder why Robert Anderson. I don't know why he's in Green Bay. I don't now. know, Maybe but he he's in Green locations. Bay. <laughs> Maybe he did. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Multiple offices. Find fifty grand for GM John Horst saying recently that he will offer Giannis Antetokounmpo a supermax extension. <laughs> that's as, that is as political as I get. Playing Obama. Uh, Post-impeachment uh, inquiry. Uh, Giannis <laughs> is not eligible for such a contract until an next summer. So making such a statement right now is against NBA rules, hence the fine. And the Washington Mystics fought off the Aces last night, 94-90, winning their WNBA semifinal three games to one. Elena Deladon, 25 points and six rebounds. The Mystics and Connecticut Sun begin the finals on Sunday afternoon in the Washington area. Guys, back All to right. you. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, we, we mentioned it the other day when we had uh, Zach in here uh, doing the three live. <laughs> thank about you. Maybe a little uh, matchup between him and Harris Allen uh, in terms of their warm-up routine. You will hear that next. Zach Martin's warm-up, Harris Allen's warm-up before those two great voices of the New York and national landscape on the airwaves. Before they hit the airwaves, what do they do? We'll hear from both men. We'll do that next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, make sure, don't miss Spence Jr. versus Porter, Saturday at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Order now, live on pay-per-view, also available on the Fox Sports app. So, last week, Zach Martin, legendary voice here uh, at CBS Sports Radio, WFAN, locally in New York. He's also been a uh, rock and roll DJ, done a lot of different things. Um, you know, does the three each and every day for us, Taz, uh, yeah. as you know, yeah. and records that. Did it live the other day. Uh, Harris Allen does overnights at WFAN locally in New York. Uh, former disc jockey as well, and uh, a rock and roll guy, classic rock and the like. He's also got another. He's also a legendary voice. So, mm. you know, pre-show routines, right. whether it be Zach, who now works in production, 
here at CBS Sports Radio WFAN uh, for Intercom, or Harris Allen, who does updates overnight on WFAN uh, locally in New York, you know, what do they do before they hit the airwaves or before they get set to record a It's spot? like a prep. This Correct. is more like a pregame. Like we had Josh Lambeau on earlier, the kicker, the esteemed kicker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He obviously, obviously has his routine of meditation, similar to what I do before I come on the air here. So everyone has their own routine. What does Harris Allen do? What does, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Zach uh, Martin. What does Zach Martin? Thank you. What does he do? Strangled uh, testicle. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to delve into that right now. This was your idea, Moose. You you had mentioned when you were doing overnights years ago on WFAN here, locally in New York, that you worked with Harris, and Harris had some unique things uh, vocally before he went on the air. Right, kind of a clearing of the throat. Uh, yeah, kind of like that. Uh, not really, but <laughs> okay. kind of like that. Uh, but yes, in similar nature and style, everyone could clear their throat in a little different style and fashion. But it was kind of like that. And and Harris, as we've all seen, he's got a great voice, no? Oh, yeah, he's got great pipes, as we I say. Mean, no the doubt. Sharks move on. Yes, I mean, he's, got, he's got a great voice. The Sharks move on. Yeah, that's You see, you people. Cuts through. Yes, you people out there, you understand, you know, this is very hard to do with guys like I do for a living and guys like the Moose do. But then you have guys like that of a certain level of Harris or Zach. They have this certain level, like you said, cut through the audio or their voice, the 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 so the sounds and tones that come out of their esophagus is, is, is so unique. Going commando. I mean, it's like you can't. Coach that. You're no. born with this, Moose. Yeah, no doubt. We're, look, we're born with the gift of gab, having opinions. Right, we have good pipes. These are guys at another level. Right. This is They're born with these pipes. Yes, very much so. Yes, it's God-given ability. Yeah. So yeah. let's hear, where do you want to go for Zach or Harris in terms of their uh, pregame routine? Well, I look at Zach as a guest. Um, I'm sorry. I look at Harris as a guest because Zach's part of the show on the regular, and he sat in for a segment live with us on Friday, and the guy felt like uh, he was trying to take over the show. It was a little awkward. So I guess we'd go with Harris first. He's well, he a was, guest. so he was trying to take over the <laughs> That's show. That's true. I so thought that was happening. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to think it. That's exactly That's what was true. transpiring. I think you're right. Yeah. All right, so you want to go Harris first. Yes. Okay, here we go. Here's Harris Allen before his first overnight update. Take a listen. <coughs> oh my god. <coughs> Is this real? <coughs> uh testing one two. <coughs> that is that is Harris before he does is updates that, on WFA. <coughs> Play it one more time for us, Pete, so oh the audience god. can get a feel. <coughs> <coughs> Uh, testing one two. <laughs> there you go. So that is you know, and I worked with oh. Harris for ten, eleven years. That's what Harris used to do before he hit the airwaves and delivering his first with those beautiful pipes and those tones before he mm. delivered his first update on an overnight at WFAN. That's what he would do. So there well, you have it. So that's Harris. <clears throat> now hang on a second. Yeah. So that's Harris. But yes. now, okay. So that was, rumor has it, that was recorded. He didn't know that was being recorded, so he was getting ready to do a show. So this was not something he did for this show, right? That's hidden footage, hidden audio. Right, Mike? Yeah, I snuck in here at uh, 12 in the morning and got him. Okay. So to make sure that's right, what Mike happened. was uh, under his desk on his knees as okay. he was recording Harris. All right. Got here eight hours early. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So uh, and- Testing, one, two. 
is <clears throat> man, I got to get Harris to do some voiceover work for like his podcast. There you go. So that's Harris during his uh, WFAN before. Now here is the legendary Zach Martin. Take a listen. Me 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 me. <laughs> Breathe in. Breathe out. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, making my eyes water. All right, I'm ready to go. Uh, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so here is, we played oh, Harris twice. Here is Zach Martin. Take a listen. Me, 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 me. Breathe in. Breathe out. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh. It's making my eyes water. All right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know, man. They're both. They're, they're, those are both funny. Mm. I mean, really funny. Um, I mean, uh, Fort Jones always had something to any kind of a contest, I feel. True. And and uh, and Zach brought that. I mean, you had to deal with that all the time, how with Harris doing that, that warm-up like that? Like before every, uh, like every segment he came on? No, no, not before every update. No. Oh, I thought it was like every time. No, 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 no. Oh no, my no, god. No, no. This was before his first. Oh, okay. I no, see. he did not he did not do that every every twenty minutes. No, no. That would be a little much. But just before his first update. You feel, in your opinion, that we're not I'm I'm starting to feel a little guilty. I feel like we're not giving any love to the regular update gentleman here, Andrew Bogus. Does he have a routine? Should we not be talking about that? Uh, no, I, no, I think we, You're the fine. guy who does play by play on the internet. I'm fine. <laughs> Why? You think we should? Oh, wait. Yeah. Let's Zach drop. You can bring uh, him in real quick and find him. Well, uh, maybe, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I wonder how, he's a competitive guy, Andrew, and you know that Moose, so we don't need this guy. You know, he gets, sometimes he gets a little hypersensitive and we don't need him upset with you and I, <laughs> and because he didn't get a chance to, you know. Be part of this okay. update guy. All right, fair yeah. enough. I mean, I, I know. I, I Listen, you know, look, I, I dislike Angela like most people. You know, but I'm just saying, like. See, the, but I don't think we're going to get the real genuine warm-up now. Because we're putting them on the spot right here, step in and do it. No, you're right. You are a thousand that percent is, right. That, that is not being genuine. Can yeah, we, how about to, we just get his opinion on this, what we're doing? No, because then that's insulting. Well, how's that insulting? This is Based Andrew on Bogish. what you just said. Right, I know, but, but I'm going on the premise that you just said. Wait, hold no. on a second. We're having a competition of update guys and uh, uh, of what they do before they hit the airways and do it. Right. Do you have a pregame? So come in and judge them. You just came uh, on and basically said no. you wanted to be a part of it. No, no. What you should have is have bogish without <laughs> hearing any of this. Go re- go do something. Hey, do your little prep warm up. What you do before you do an update? Record yeah. it, take it in, and we play it back. All right. Forget him. Here's the thing. I, with Andrew, like, forget him. No. I, I, no because Why are we this, forgetting no, him? No, because all I was saying was maybe we just, we're not going to have him in this contest. And we put we could have put him over and say, listen, these dudes are a lot older than you, bro. We just want to get your opinion. You're an expert at this. Let's be honest, you know. And like, like kind of embrace him with it just so then he doesn't feel bad. You know, I don't want to make anyone feel bad. You know me. Oh, okay. And But that's all right. He's busy anyway. All right. So where are we on this contest? I'm Andrew Bogish. <laughs> we so, uh, is there going to be a conclusion? What's the game we're playing here, Mike? What are we doing? Well, I don't know. Pick it. Which one do you like? Routine? Yeah, who do you like? Thanks, Mike. Um, so, can we hear? I can I just hear? Uh, do we need to hear the whole thing again, Moose, or just snippet? Well, they're quick. Oh, here we go. I mean, so let's take a listen. Here's Harris. Testing one two. Wow. 
All right, here's Zach. It's tough to beat. Me, 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 me. Breathe in. Breathe out. Hold on a second. Okay. Oh, it's making my eyes water. All right, I'm ready to go. There you go. Very Ah, nice. Well, I'm going to go drum roll. I'm going to go with Harris Allen because I feel like it wasn't as contrived and forced I feel that Zach, it seems... Zach's was contrived and forced? It was a work. Yeah, he... Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> it was. It was like... Me, 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 me. Who, who every, does, during every... I don't want to fart, but I mean, who does the me, me, me? Nobody does me, me, me. Me, 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 me. It's like 1910, Harris seemed more authentic, you know. Yeah, I think it's Harris. I think it's Harris. <clears throat> I, I'm with you. I think I think Harris was more a little bit more genuine. I think they're both very funny. Harris uh, reminded me of the Rock. Harris is a little bit more genuine in terms of uh, the and just before his four a first update, but it was uh, I thought he did a gives you a little feel of what it is like behind the scenes. At this, the Rock place. does that too. The Rock does not that. Listen, listen. What the Rock? Oh, you didn't have it. This is not the right one. No. Do it again. I didn't hear it in the beginning. He does a la 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 la. I didn't hear it. <laughs> you don't remember when Rock would do like yeah, when Harris no, did I remember. La 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 la. Like, yes. La 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 la. I thought you were talking about Rock clearing his throat. Oh, like uh, Pete, you're speaking. Turn your mic on. I can't hear you. I was there. Oh, you mark. You are a mark. He plays a sound that doesn't even. Oh my God! I'm gonna. We go got the three out. coming your way next. Taz Moose on a Wednesday. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.